Welcome back, everyone. Hi, Stacy and Pete. The We Don't Want to Grow Up podcast. Because we don't want to grow up. We're in the toys of us. There's a million toys of toys of us that I, I can, can play, play with. And welcome to our final Spooky Stories episode of the 2021 We Don't Want to Grow Up podcast season. These have been so much fun. Yes, thank you again. We asked you to share scary stories with us. We did not expect this level of response. These are amazing stories. And now I'm already looking forward to the stories that we'll get next year. Yeah, the audience has definitely delivered. They have. Thank you so much. So settle in by the fire. Get nice and cozy. Submitted for the approval of the Midnight Society. I call this story The Tale of the Night Patrol. This comes to us from Tidia. I grew up in a haunted house. From what my grams told us, it was her house. It was a soldier that said he was afraid to die. Unfortunately, he died. So all kinds of creepy stuff would happen. But the creepiest stuff would be his night patrol. Every night, all night, you'd hear someone walking up and down the halls. Stopping at each room to check on everyone, including the room in the attic that had hardwood steps. Those were the scariest, in my opinion. I remember staying in that room one Christmas after my parents' brother and I moved, and her cat came flying up the stairs, jumped on my bed, and stared at the steps. No, not okay. I heard the footfalls up the stairs. Stop at the top and go back down. I was awake and watched the whole thing play out. What's worse is that if he didn't like you, or if you had ill intent towards anyone that lived there, he made it known that you were not welcome. But how do you make it known? I want to know more. We need to know more. Let us know. And there's something about the word footfalls that really freaks me out. That is a very freaky word. Yeah. I like it. (laughs) I call this story, The Tale of the Blackbird. This comes to us from Anna. My grandmother and parents loved telling me their eerie legends and stories from Mexico. I was always terrified and somehow bonded with Halloween instead of running from it. I have one sibling, a brother nine years younger, and never, ever, ever was he told these stories. At first, I felt like WTF. (laughs) But now, as an adult, I'm honored that I got to hear them. My favorite is from my grandmother. So my grandparents had a farm in Mexico by the foothills of the mountains where they raised their children. My grandfather came inside to eat when he and my grandmother heard his name being called from outside. Eduardo, Eduardo. I can still hear my grandmother saying it. Gives me chills. Grandpa went to the back door to respond. Grandma was serving his plate. He sat back down at the table and Grandma asked who it was. He said, you heard it too? She said, yes, who was it? He said, no one. As she was turning to look at him, they heard his name again. Eduardo, Eduardo. Grandpa went outside and Grandma stood at the door. She saw him walk around the property. He went to the front and came back. 
He couldn't find anyone, and all their kids were inside eating dinner. She didn't ask anything because his puzzled look said it all. They began to go back inside when they clearly heard his name called again. They turned around and saw a blackbird sitting on a fence post in the field. Grandpa told Grandma to give him the rifle he had set down in the kitchen. He shot at the bird and it flew up, sat back down, and laughed. It laughed! <laughs> I hear Skeletor laughing. Yeah. <laughs> nice try, He-Man! <laughs> he shot again and hit it. Oh. It fell to the ground and they ran to it. It was nowhere to be found. Next day, there was commotion in town about a woman that was suspected of being a witch was shot in the arm. My family, including my father, claimed to have regularly seen balls of fire flying through the mountains at night that were suspected to be witches. As a kid, this terrified me, especially when we would visit in the summers. I couldn't even look at the mountains, and when dusk came, I headed inside. I don't blame her. I love this story, though. That is a great story. That's so good. I hope that bird was a witch. Me too. <laughs> she got winged. <laughs> like, that SOB shot me. <laughs> I call this story the tale of the Morningside Monster. This story came to us from Mary Beth and her husband, Ricky. According to Ricky, it was 1986, maybe 87. Me, my friend, and my brother saw a big bird-like creature flying above us in the woods in our neighborhood. We started to walk closer, and it landed and started glaring at us with its big red eyes. My heart dropped as it took to the air towards us. That is when we ran into my grandma's house, and it was a few years later that I heard my dad's story. It had to be the same creature, so we dubbed it the Morningside Monster. Ricky's dad's story is, I saw two red eyes looking at me through the front room window, and I ran out the back door to the neighbor's house and stayed there till my mom and dad got home. Then a few days later, a friend and I were going into the fields, heading into the woods and saw a large, black-haired creature standing by a tree. When we got close, it jumped about 12 feet or so straight up into the tree and stood there on a limb and looked at us with its big, red eyes. We ran off and never went back into the woods until some years later. We went hunting with my brother and saw an owl about three and a half feet tall and it had been ripped apart by something. It was scattered over a large area. I've never went back since. It's been over 30 years since I've been back into those woods and I live about a block from where it happened. I'm not the only person that has seen something around here in the past 50 years. No, thank you. What is the red-eyed creature? That's big enough to tear apart a three and a half foot tall owl. Those owls are huge. I know. That's probably like a nine-foot wingspan. That is terrifying. It is. And you know that if these people have seen this and refuse to go back into the woods, like, you know they saw something. Yeah. 
Thank you so much for sharing that story with us. That's a good one. So great. All of these are amazing. That completes our spooky stories for this year. Spooky stories 21. (laughs) (laughs) But seriously, if you have any more, send them in. I mean, even if we save them for next year, I just love hearing them. Listen, we might put them in in like February or something. Yeah, you never know. Yeah, send them in. We love them. So if you're not already following us on Instagram, you can find us at We Don't Want to Grow Up Pod. You can join our Facebook group, which has changed names. It is now called The Cozy Club dash fans of We Don't Want to Grow Up. We're slowly growing over there. We have some great mods, Joanna and Stephanie, that are helping us out, starting conversations. So come over there. It's a good time. It is. We're on TikTok at We Don't Want to Grow Up. You can email us at we don't want to grow up at gmail.com. If you'd like to help support the podcast and all of our other endeavors, you can become a member of our Patreon, which you can find at patreon.com slash we don't want to grow up. There you can gain access to bonus episodes and soon to be extra content. Another way you can support us is by giving us a five-star rating if you listen on Apple Podcasts and leaving us a nice review. You may listen on other platforms and maybe there's another way that you could rate us or review us there. So if there is, please do so. Those numbers do matter. So if you could do that, we would really appreciate it. Also, you could help spread the word by sharing about it with your friends and family and on your social media platforms with your followers. All right, take care. Goodbye.